0: One, two, three, come with me, cause you look so fine, that I really wanna make you mine. <clears throat> Welcome back to Nine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music, and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! <clears throat>
1: This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different... or no, fuck, man, that's that's the wrong episode. Wow, this is this is the episode where we uh, we have our fearless beer review, we have our vinyl pickups that leads into our songs of the week, and we round it out with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether. It's Jeff. Go to Apple Podcasts, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Radio. Go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. Please, please go do that. Uh, We also have a a phone number you can call, leave us a voicemail, send us a text. We'll probably talk about it. Give us a a recommendation for what we should do the next week. That phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. Now that all the boring intros are done, let's get right into our Fearless Beer Review. Jeff, what do you got
0: this was a this was a freebie. The, the, my place of business, the distributors keep coming in trying to trying to get you like to get their beer on tap or carried in their in your restaurant or whatever. So they always bring in just random stuff from different local breweries. Mm-hmm. And um, this one is from 1912 Brewing Company, which is in Tucson, the beautiful beautiful city of Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> and uh, it's called. It's like a series of things. This one's called. Random voices from an old man yelling at a cloud. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And it's Very hazy. Okay. It's not oh. It's it's an American pale ale, hazy and hoppy, seven percent, fifty six IBUs. So um, that's what this is. And, and Tucson's terrible. Like I, I was just kidding. Tucson's shit, man. I fucking, I've been there <laughs> once or twice for sure. One time, maybe two times, and it's just trash. It's Why? garbage It's just gross dude It's dirty It's run down There's like nothing to do there There's a main street in Tucson Which is kind of cool And I It, yeah. it kind of reminds me Like Hermosa Like that main street Going down to the beach Yeah But imagine like Without the water there It's just dirt And then imagine ah, like okay. The cool weather And it's hot as fuck And then imagine like <laughs> All the cool people Walking on the street Replace those with like Like drug addicts and bums And that's what Tucson looks like
1: Oh, okay. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's sounds trash.
0: Great. Oh, and then I went to this fucking arcade down there, and it was in a mall. And the mall's like one of those malls where they're like it was probably popping like the '90s, but now there's mm. like six stores. And then the arcade <laughs> is Everything in a closed. is in like a collectible store, but you have to walk into the back to go there. And I only had Weird. a twenty, and their coin machine was down. Of course, so I couldn't get change. So I asked the lady at the counter, "I was gonna like, get some change. I brought the kids." I said I can't get some change like we want to play some games she said, oh we don't give out change unless you buy something I was like dude I'm gonna play your fucking video games like right like look to your right all those video games I'm gonna play those <laughs> she's yeah we don't give out change unless you buy something so I was like fuck i maybe I'll buy something here because it was a cool collectible store everything's yeah. overpriced so I ended up or- leaving and going to like the candy store down the escalator and getting change horrible horrible time in Tucson <laughs> why or- did you go there
1: in the first place
0: because renee's mom was out and i had never been there and there's a couple cool re- that's where i bought your uh uh at the drive-in record
1: oh okay okay Got yeah it.
0: That, that record store wooden tooth records is super dope mm-hmm. badass record store cool guys that work there but yeah we went there just to it was like an hour hour and 20 minutes away so I don't, know.
1: I don't know you know that's quite a distance to go to an arcade a rundown oh. arcade.
0: I had like seven things that I planned on doing. Two of those things were record related. The other five were lunch and arcade and sightseeing and shopping and stuff like that. Ah, uh, okay. So, okay. Ah. so yeah, ah. whatever Tucson. I don't. Why are we talking about Tucson? Is the worst. You brought it up. You brought it up. But yeah, that's what I got. Is a is another hazy. I'm fucking so tired <laughs> of hazies, dude. I'm so tired <laughs> of hazies. <laughs> then why are you drinking it?
1: Because it was free. Uh, of course. It's probably good though probably good yeah. so uh what i have is a west coast ipa it's called uh bulldog west coast ipa from de la hunt brewing company this is in san clemente california i've never heard of this brewery i looked it up uh they opened in 2019 so maybe that's why i've never heard of it but yeah just it's a it's a pretty plain looking can it's 16 ounces it's a, just a green black and white and that's it and little picture of a bulldog on there and, um, very stripped down. So it's six and a half percent ABV. And, uh, I don't know the IBUs, but, uh, it says it's a light bodied West coast style IPA, complex in character yet incredibly balanced and easy drinking Simcoe and mosaic hops take the lead to produce fantastic aromas and flavors of oral Blanco, grapefruit, mango, and blueberry finishing crisp and dry, leaving you wanting more. Uh, it is actually 66 IBU. But uh, that is a lot of words, um, and it's probably not going to taste like any of those things I described. So sometimes I hate beer descriptions. They're stupid.
0: It's because, like, if, if you're trying to give a description of what it tastes like, it's going to sound so general. So then you want to, <laughs> like, kind of church it up a little bit. But then, like, like do you want to really be funny? It do you want, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's hard to do yeah. it. So I don't know. Like, beer descriptions are so fucking dry and boring, and they're all, they're all the mm-hmm. same.
1: They really are. Boring as fuck. Except so, for our beer
0: descriptions. They're well, of all course, because we're, we're the
1: greatest. Greatest pot in the world. Fearless Beer Review. Uh, so, you ready to, to drink?
0: I am. I poured it out. Ready to go. Okay. Here we go. Mm, that's good.
1: Okay. All right. So, we have a three-point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer, you're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot. And zero is a trash fire. It dumps a drain bore, some might say. Uh, so what do you think of your, uh, your hazy, Jeff? And what's your rating?
0: Usually with these hazies, you get just like an overabundance of citrus, mm-hmm. citrus aromas, flavors. It is here, but overall, it's, it's like you're getting a strong, hot bitterness, throughout in the front in the middle and in the back the citrus takes like a backseat. so this is uh this is solid this is almost like a this is almost like a west coast with like new england styled aromas
1: okay it sounds good it is really good i'm fucking surprised (laughs) (laughs) now now you got to travel to the brewery to have it fresh (laughs) Uh, that (laughs) ain't gonna happen (laughs) why we can go to that you can go to the record store Get another I, copy of at the Drive In.
0: I do want to go down to the To or the Tucson area because Tombstone is is past there. And there's also mm-hmm. this town called Bisbee, which this uh this guy at the pizza place came in and he was and he was talking about the town of Bisbee and how it's um it's just like a shit town, but there's a really there's a bunch of really cool local dive bars that mm-hmm. You walk into and just all sorts of people from all walks of life go in there, and it's really dirty, but everybody's really, really nice. He says so. I want to go to Bisbee.
1: I'm interested in that too. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we could, next time I go out by myself, we could travel to the, to those areas, set up those record stores because I've never been, obviously.
0: Yeah, that'd be that'd be super dope. And like, I'd be I, down for that. I really want to go to Tombstone. I really want to see the okay Corral. There's a good brewery in Tombstone called Tombstone Brewery. And I want to get those record stores. And I want to go to Bisbee.
1: Maybe we can even do that this weekend when I'm out there, when Ryan and I are out there. If
0: and when you guys come out here, sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, if and when, yes, correct. Yeah. Oh, God. Michael, Michael, Michael. Always fussy. Fussy boy. <laughs> oh,
0: God. Okay, so uh, what, what do you rate? What do you rate your, your haze? I mean, I'm still new. It, it, I, I haven't drank the whole thing yet. I, I worry that as as it warms that citrus aroma is going to go away and it's mm. going to, it's going to taste like, like skunky, but <laughs> skunky, what? Uh, because it's, it's faint. It's faint. And it kind of just, it's more of like a residual thing. You breathe out your nose. You can kind of smell it there. You can kind of taste it there. Yeah. But I've, much like fruit. Like when you, when you eat fruit and I don't, I don't know, maybe you eat bad fruit all the time. I don't, I don't know, Tyler. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. I
1: don't know either. But
0: for now, this is, this is a two out of three.
1: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. You'd have it again. Uh yeah. did Raul leave a, leave a leave a review for you?
0: No. Actually there's only on untapped, there's only two hundred and fifty check-ins.
1: Oh, that's nothing. Well, that's it's nothing. a small brewery though, too.
0: So. Yeah, it's a small brewery in the middle of fucking nowhere too. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, they probably don't even distribute out to SoCal anyway, so that's probably why Raul hasn't got his hands on it yet. Um but my uh, my bulldog West Coast IPA. This is pretty solid. It's pretty good. I would drink it again. Uh, it's it is light. It is lighter body. It's not malty, which is nice. It's kind of refreshing. But it doesn't. It, it's light, but it doesn't have that metallic-y kind of taste that I don't like about these kind of IPAs sometimes. And uh, this is this is solid. This is really good. This is I'm really enjoying this. It's refreshing. It's honestly very refreshing, and I'm digging it. So uh, with that being said, I, I'll give this a two point two five. Go back to it. Definitely go back to it. Um, enjoying it. Uh, I try other stuff from the brewery too. I'm sure they have some good stuff. So I like to know where in San Clemente it is because if it's near like Pizza Port, that'd be cool to do like a little brewery op thing. But mm. ah, so good. Mm. I'm gonna go record record shopping. Moldy mm. toes. Mm. You know the good stuff. So uh, Raul did leave oh, a review for me, or not for me, but for this beer on Beer Advocate. There's only two reviews, and he's one of them. He gave it a 3.9 out of 5, and uh, this is what he said. He said, rough, rough, get back because the the bulldog going to bite you. (laughs) Nah, it ain't like that. This bulldog is chill as hell. He just cruises and licks himself just like the high life that we all want to live, and when I sip it, I feel pretty close to that.
0: Peace. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know. He he surprises me every time. I wonder if he's on untapped. He has to be on untapped.
1: Yeah, I would imagine so. But then he has so many on Beer Advocate. Like, why would he switch?
0: Like, all that work for nothing. Because he's Raul, man. He adapts. He overcomes. He conquers. <laughs> well, if Raul's listening, hit us up like
1: you already have before. Hit us up and uh, and let us know <clears throat> if you're on a tap because we'll be friends with you on there too and read all your awesome reviews there. So, let us know. Um, so, that's all I got for my beer. You got anything else? Uh, no. That's it. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get into our vinyl pickups. Uh, Let's start with you. What do you got? Go.
0: Um, First things first, firstly. It's a good place to start. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I got the Beatles, Abbey Road. Uh, Yes, you did. This is one that I've, I've, since we've done the pod on the Beatles, Mm -hmm. this is the last one that I would ever buy. Nothing else in my rankings. This is my fifth one that I've ranked. Or this is my number five out of, out of all their albums. Nothing else after this I would ever keep, even if I got it for free. <laughs> and even this one, I only wanted to get a good copy for really, really cheap. And I actually have two other copies here that are not cheap. I, I'm trying to sell them for anywhere between $10 and, and $17, but that's too much. So this one I picked up for 20 cents. And I acting like 10 or 15
1: dollars is a lot for a Beatles record. I'm like, that's yeah, like, nah. that's like
0: normal. That's normal price for a
1: Beatles nah, record. That's too much. For like it's a it's cheap Beatles record. Yeah. Mm. So
0: this one, this one's supposed to be 50 cents. It was in the 50 cent bin, but I bought a bunch of stuff. And so I got a little discount on them on the 50 cent bin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it came out to everyone every was 20 cents. And this this one was uh, this one was 20 cents. And let me tell you, wow. for 20 cents, it is it's okay. It's okay. No, it's a good deal. It's a good deal. <laughs> it's a fucking the, great deal. The jacket opened up like a book, so I had to glue the, the creases or the seams together. And, but um, yeah. it holds fine. The record plays through, no skips, no loops, nothing. Sounds fantastic for 20 fucking cents. So I'm super happy with it. And once I get my uh, European rubber sole, then I'm done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm holding the out for the version. One. The UK rubber sole.
1: I mean, you—it's easy to find. You can get it for like twenty bucks, probably even less off off Discogs. But you can buy a brand uh, new copy. B-
0: b- 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 you could
1: buy a brand new copy for like twenty bucks.
0: I'd rather spend like thirty five on like an older copy. To be honest, I just don't. Okay, that's fair. I don't that's know. I, I I you you're the same way sometimes. Like you want to find know, it. You know what I, I mean? Like, that I mean, I could buy like all
1: these records from Johnny Smith, but it's so exciting when you come across him in the jazz section because he's never there. But when you do, it's just like. Yeah, I get exactly. so excited, get and then so like you're,
0: you're, you can talk about it with the person that's that's running the store. You know, supporting local mm-hmm. businesses.
1: True, or it's like I could go buy the Amboy Duke's record, that first record, easily go buy that, but I'm waiting for I'm I'm on the hunt for that. I'm waiting to see it in the wild.
0: Yeah, you'll you'll yeah. find it eventually, and then when that time comes, and plus the fact too that sometimes you're you're over the moon about a certain artist or group. And then mm-hmm. you want to have all their stuff right away, right away. And if you spend too much money on that, that love may fade over time. And yeah. then you may get to a point like what, like how I was with Sticks. Sticks, I was like over the moon with them, so I had fifteen <laughs> Sticks albums. But then, over after like six months of not listening to them, listening, I'm like, this is fucking, this is pretty shit, dude. Luckily, yeah. those only cost me either nothing or like a dollar. But imagine you paying like twenty bucks an album for those. You know what I mean?
1: No, I get it. I get it. you've had had quite a few of those you had jethro toll you had uh yes you know there's a few of those bands for you
0: yes was was probably my biggest now it's it's the dead family but yes before that was it was yes be all all the solo projects i had i had like close i think i had 30 30 or 35 oh
1: my god yeah
0: it was probably like mostly rick wakeman too I feel like he Dude, has the most I solo had, records. I, I only had two Rick Wakemans, actually. Oh, okay. But okay. I did get rid of a lot of yes stuff, a lot of stick stuff, but yeah, whatever. But yeah, The Beatles, Abbey Road, solid album, but that's the last I'm going to pick up for The Beatles. So I won't be talking about The Beatles again until Ooh. I upgrade a copy I have or until I find the UK rubber soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right.
1: Cool stuff, man. You'll find it. You'll find it. I
0: know. I know. I, I will eventually.
1: Rubber Souls, I mean, I see it in the wild so much. Uh, so do
0: I. It's but got it's like ne- four copies for under
1: $20.
0: But they're not the UK versions? Nope. Nowhere Man is nowhere to be seen on it. Yeah.
1: That same. Every time I come across it too, it's never. It's always the US version.
0: It's literally garbage to me.
1: <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> that's that's what I'm telling you. I, I ended up just buying a new one, a new copy of the UK one, because I, that's the version of the record I know. So I just bought it. I just bought a new. Okay. It's one of my favorite records. I had to have it. Okay. I had to have it. Okay.
0: So, what else you got? Uh, I got Al Green and his album, Call Me. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, okay. it's his sixth album, 1973. I'm not, like, into soul, but there's there's certain albums that people always say that are just so good, and this is supposed to be, like, his best, and as well as, like, one of the greatest soul albums of all time. And so I, um, I listened to one song prior to this and I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. I, I dig it. And this was a freebie, like in a lot that Desi sold to me for really, really cheap. And and then I listened to it. And I think it's fantastic. Like I don't understand mm-hmm. the appeal wholly in, in the soul category. I don't, I don't fully get it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I'm not,
1: I'm not super into the soul stuff either.
0: There's not a lot for me there. But,, mm-hmm. there are some good stuff there, and this is this is one of them like the melodies are they're all solid, they all flow very nicely overall. It's calm, but very emotional, and not just like sadness or like heartfelt or like he's he's singing to like a significant other a lover or something like that. There's just a lot of emotions going on, and it's kind of cool just the way he can he can sing and I think he's a really good singer because oh, he knows. Pretty- he knows how to just use his voice to match whatever emotion he's trying to portray, and he has some really badass country covers, and it kind of like changes the presentation of those those original country songs, and it's cool. How so. many
1: how many of his records do you have?
0: This is the only one. This is probably the oh, only one okay. I'll ever I'll ever pick up, unless I get a freebie and I'll listen to it. But
1: yeah, this is yeah, good yeah. I don't have any Al Green. Yeah, I don't have any. I don't know I'd, if I would ever get it though. I, I mean, maybe if it was like a dollar. I'd get it, but I don't I don't know how often I would ever listen.
0: I've been I've been looking for this one and, and Grace usually has a lot of soul stuff that they get in every week, but they never got this one in and I've always been waiting because I can't imagine it's more than like five or seven dollars. Mm, okay, and even if I saw bad. it for five bucks I still would have picked it up. It's
1: not bad. Five dollars is isn't bad.
0: Especially for like a like a record that is just a lot of different sources, not just people that like soul music but like rock people and hip-hop people and whatever everybody kind of the consensus is this is one of the best yeah yeah so there's got to be something to that
1: what's the cover look like maybe i don't even know what record it is
0: it's just like it's him it's his face and the call me is in like a almost like a neon Sign type of thing. Thing I don't know. It's, uh, you just look it up real
1: quick. Oh, okay. I know this. I know this. Yeah, one. yeah. I don't see it that often though. Damn, it has like perfect ratings too. I know. Shit.
0: And I don't want to like. I don't want to sit here and say it's not perfect because I particularly don't think that it's perfect. But I do. I do enjoy it quite a bit, especially coming from a place where I don't listen to a lot of soul.
1: Damn, he has a lot of records too.
0: Yeah, Shit. this is yeah. This was like his sixth. So,
1: <laughs> wait—he's still oh, he is still alive, huh? I thought he was way older than that. How old is he? And he was seventy. He's seventy-five. Oh. I thought he was dead. <laughs> 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 I really—I thought he was. I don't know why. Maybe I'm thinking Marvin Gaye. Okay, so what else you got?
0: Uh, I I kind of briefly talked about this one last week, but this is another one that I've been looking for in the wild for a while and this is howlin wolf the the howlin wolf london sessions mm-hmm. this was uh the 1971 album and it's just like essentially a super session it features clapton steve winwood mm-hmm. charlie pretty much the the entirety of the stones rhythm section charlie Watts, bill wyman and ian stewart and then also ringo stars on it and it's also got oh. a bunch of like really famous session musicians of the time like harmonica players guys that play with like muddy waters just guys that were in the business in the, in, in the business of being like studio musicians for major blues players yeah. and it's, it's just a really cool jam sesh and it's not it's not like mind-blowingly good none of these songs are just like holy fuck you must hear this but just knowing who is doing this knowing what came together for this session is just I, I think it's so amazing it's so great
1: I, I, re- I would really like to grab a copy of that how much you get it for
0: it was 20 bucks Oof, that's a lot for you. This is the first, dude, I've been looking for this for a while. And this is the first time I've ever seen it. New, used, ever. I've never seen this in the wild. And I saw it at Nichols, and I immediately scooped it up. It was like right in the front, too, of his new releases. Damn. Scooped Fuck. it right up. Dude, like Clapton fucking kills it here. And you clapped Clapton? I am not a fan of Clapton whatsoever. <laughs> but when Clapton is put up against a lot of other really good musicians, and they mm. all bring the heat... And Clapton isn't like the star of the show; he fucking slays. He is so good.
1: Hmm. Fuck. I want to. I really want this now.
0: God, it's so really- fun, dude. It's so cool. And just just thinking, like there was a there was another musician, another studio musician that I didn't. I can't remember their name, but famous for playing with a lot of other famous people. And the label didn't want to spring for airfare because this was in London. Didn't want to spring for airfare for that musician to go over there to play with Clapton and everybody. And and Clapton told Howlin' Wolf, he's like, you need to tell your label to pay for this guy to come over here or I'm out. Straight up, like, I will walk right now. (laughs) (laughs) So they fucking overnighted him immediately just to get him over there.
1: (laughs) That's so cool.
0: (laughs) So, like, if Clapton thinks you're amazing, then, you know, there's there's some merit to it.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like, Clapton is, he is an amazing guitar player, amazing songwriter, but, I mean, he's definitely not my favorite. Definitely not even top twenty favorite guitar players, but he's still no.
0: amazing. Yeah, I I totally agree. I, he's not he's not a top twenty for me either, but yeah, he's fucking amazing. He's, he's great. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. So what else you got?
0: Um, I got the Wu Tang. Ah yes, me too. We I can got both the Wu Tang right stuff. Now. So I'll oh, well, I, I'll wait till you go. Do you have a lot to talk about, or do you only have like two or three?
1: No, we just talk about this. Uh, well, oh, records altogether. Yeah, I have five records
0: okay well, I'll save it for you then. I'll save it for you because i got I got okay. one more and then my pick
1: okay, sounds good
0: i uh I forgot that I got this. I bought this on eBay, and I don't remember what day I did it, but it was uh I checked the time stamp and it was like three in the morning. Oh God, so yeah, it was one <laughs> of those purchases.
1: yeah, oh, I hate that like hundred dollars later.
0: This one was yeah. cheap though this was uh so this is you know this is a Grateful Dead album this is from oh, the Mars God. Hotel. It's their uh, it's their seventh album. This is the one that has Scarlet Begonias on it. The one that Sublime kind of covered. Yeah, yeah. You, you know that song. And and I do, yeah. this is a banger of an album. It is so fucking good. This is this is them kind of getting back to like their psychedelic roots, but still really holding true to like their folky stuff. But there's also like funk in here. There's also some other genres that they're doing in here. It's a really great album and. It's uh, it's one of the mofis. It's an original master oh. recording. So they go for like 65, 70 bucks. And I remember the reason why I did it is because the guy had just posted it and I sent him an offer like, will you take? And I said, will you take like 30 bucks? <laughs> and then I wake up and it was like, oh, he accepted your deal. Please pay now. I like, oh, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. So like with shipping, it was like thirty five dollars, and I was super stoked. So I could yeah, that's flip this and make money. But I think it sounds great, and this is one that i I, I keep asking you if it's ever like like every time you go out to the Grateful Dead area, I always ask you if they have this one because I've never seen it in the wild, but now mm. I have it, so I'm super happy about it. But I think I'm gonna keep it because my only it's my only MoFi.
1: Well, you did have a couple MoFis prior.
0: Yeah, you just sell them all. Yeah, I stopped. Didn't them you have instantly.
1: didn't you have the the MoFi the Tarkus MoFi?
0: Yeah, I had the Targets MoFi Scout. I bought that one for like six bucks and fucking Fuck. it for like 40. <laughs> and then I had <laughs> terrible. And then I bought the Jeff Beck Truth MoFi for oh, that's 50 and sold it for 250. That and is so stupid. Yeah. Wow. I sold that one instantly because that price has dropped dramatically. That's that's like a $150 MoFi now.
1: <laughs> but still.
0: God I, damn! And then I went to Nichols and I bought a, a two pack. It's 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 Beck's Jeff Beck's Truth, and then Beck Ola which is like his first album, first solo album, then first album with like the Jeff Beck group. I bought yeah. both of those for three dollars. You're an idiot. So I yeah, so I sold so my annoying. Truth for <laughs> two fifty, and then bought the same album for three dollars. It's in great condition. But whatever. Sure, yeah. Yeah, dude, from the Mars Hotel, I'm super happy with this. This was a good purchase. On my, I, I said, you know what, you did good, drunk Jeff. Good job.
1: So, are you done with Grateful Dead now? Are you done collecting?
0: No, not by oh, no. Damn it! I, I I don't even. First of all, I don't even have all of their studio albums, and then I don't even have all <laughs> of their their like official live recordings. Yeah, and then that. I mean, now I'm just now I'm dipping my feet into like their 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 not bootlegs, but official live recordings that aren't... Like, on the Wikipedia page, I guess you could say. They have so many live recordings. And my new thing now is I want to get their sets from from the Fillmore East in, like, the 60s. And there's mm-hmm. four... They did four nights, I think. Three or four nights, and each night has, like, their own box set. So each box set is, like, five discs. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. <laughs> five LPs or five CDs? Five LPs. Oh, my God. And you And you complained... And you still complain about my Melancholy box set.
0: That's because it's the same fucking song, like, oh. over and over. Oh, you're so <laughs> dumb. You're
1: so dumb. But you buy the same live recordings over and over and over again. Yeah, I've, like, <laughs> I've heard the same. Like,
0: I've heard the same, like, Dark Star is a really popular dead song. I've heard that version so many fucking times. It's crazy. But it's all different. <laughs> Every time it's different. They never played the same twice.
1: Oh, my God, dude. You're fucking out of control. Ne- next, you'll be getting into the John Mayer stuff.
0: I mean, I, I would have gone to see them. They played in Phoenix, but the cheapest tickets know? are like one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh yeah,
1: that's not worth it. Yeah, no. especially if you're not seeing Jerry Garcia.
0: You're not seeing it's Jerry Garcia. They're old, Jerry. and yeah. I'm not driving to fucking Phoenix by myself. Like, so long, I'll go with you. Like, uh, well, like, thank you. It's but, like going by yourself. Yeah, th- yeah, exactly. Thank <laughs> you, but pass.
1: I mean, he would have a blast. He would think they're amazing. And then he'd want to start buying every Grateful Dead record.
0: But it's just like, like like I don't know, going to one of your new, like favorite musicians to see, if the person you're going with doesn't like the band at all, that's kind of one thing. But then if the person you're going with is like almost oblivious to music in general, that's an entirely <laughs> different other thing.
1: And if he's not going to like hang out and talk to you while at the show, that's another thing too. Yeah. Because I mean, I, I imagine Sloan at a concert he's just going to be zoned out and you, you tried to talk to me. He's like, yeah, this is really good. Yeah. The vibe that's is good. As com- yeah. As far as the conversation goes. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I got oh, some more coming from you. So the, I got, I got, oh, the, I, I got the next three or four weeks. Booked I should up. just
1: throw them away. I should just
0: throw them away. <laughs> <honestly>. <laughs> I do. I've like the next three or four weeks booked up of, of dead family stuff. So uh, this will be fun for you.
1: It's unfortunate. I'm going to, I'm going to forget those ones. I bring everything bring that, else, but I'll forget those. Ones. Yeah,
0: I, I fucking believe it.
1: I set aside all your records, so they're 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 ready to go. Even that that the drive-in I'm bringing too.
0: Oh, I forgot about that. And the Modest Mouse is in there. Yeah, the Modest and Mouse and the Lincoln Park's in there.
1: Uh, I have to double check the Lincoln Park. Okay. I don't think the Lincoln Park's in there. I did probably.
0: About that one. I'm probably going to pick that one up. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. And uh, just bring and the Skrillex so we can listen to it. Uh, maybe. Why would you not just bring it?
1: No, I don't know, I'll bring
0: it. I want to see I'll it. I want to hold it. i bring it. I'll bring it. I'll bring it. You,
1: but you have to remind me about that one cuz I'm definitely I'll definitely forget that. I'm hoping you forget it here. No, I'm not going to forget it there. No, oh, uh, right. Maybe we could do some trades. I don't know. Who knows?
0: No, every last time I did trade with you, I, I you left me broken. You left what? me What? <laughs> they were fair shambles, trades. They were fair trades.
1: I traded you records. I traded traded you a bass amp.
0: You were like, you were like, oh, I'll trade yeah. you this nice. I'll, I'll trade you five shiny pennies for your one quarter. That's that's the type of person you are.
1: <laughs> I thought you said five shiny pennies. <laughs> 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 like, where are you going with this? One? I was thinking in my mind, where, where are you going with five shiny pennies? And then yeah. Oh man. Uh, oh Jeremy. Okay, so what else you got?
0: Yeah, so that leads me to uh, to my pick of the week. This one, um, this is another funkadelic album that I got, and this is One Nation Under a Groove. I previously picked up Uncle Jam Wants You, and that was like the sequel to this album. That's the one that had like a fifteen and a half minute song on it, and this one, I, it says. I mean, I've I've read that like the song One Nation Under Under a Groove is like one of their most recognizable songs. Like, they do.
1: I never... I, I don't
0: recognize it. I don't either. Not that I'm, like, a huge Funkadelic fan prior to... But you have a lot of records. Because everything I hear... and They get them so cheap, too. Like, this was $7. And I'm like... Yeah, it's not bad. Like, every time every time I pick one up, that's like, 7 bucks, And it, dude, it blows my mind. It blows my mind how fucking fun these guys are. How cool it is. How exciting. Just overall, just how... I'm constantly paying attention. Like I put my phone down. I'm staring off into the wall. I'm like, God damn, man! There's just so much to pick up on here. There's so much <laughs> going on. It's just like a, it's like a bar band. You're playing like mm-hmm. at a bar, and there's like a fuck ton of them playing on stage, and you're just so entranced. And that's they they translate really well to, to studio stuff, and it's good. So yeah, the song I think the song I chose was the the title track, the One Nation Under a Groove, seven and a half minutes. Yes.
1: Yeah, of course it was a long one. You always pick these long ass fucking songs.
0: Dude, I just you gotta get into them, kid. You <laughs> gotta get into them. It was them. good
1: though. It was great. It was really good.
0: This this so. album too is very it's I mean, obviously it's very funky, but it's it jams a lot. And there's a lot more jamming on this one than Uncle Jam wants you, to the mm-hmm. point where it's almost like a like a prog funk album. There's just a lot of stuff, and they just do like that that same riff, they'll do it over and over and over for four minutes. But every time, every like 30 seconds, I'll change something a little bit different and just mm. layer it that way. Yeah. But it's all like really accessible. It's not, you know, it's, it's not too crazy. And Bootsy's on most of the album and he's not going too crazy, but he can, if he wanted to, everything's just very accessible. Everything's just very, very groovy.
1: It is. It's very locked in. It's, it's a really good song. I, I would, I would honestly like to get more funkadelic, but I don't, when I do see it, it's like twenty dollars and up for like brand new copies. I never really see anything used. So,
0: Grace is whatever. the only place I've ever seen that has used Funkadelic.
1: <sighs> I'm trying to think. Like most places, don't have big soul section or funk sections, except for actually Glasshouse. They have a pretty big soul, funk, and disco section. But I've never ever gone through it. Here, let's play a little bit of a One Nation Under a Groove from uh, Funkadelic. So- dance our way out of our constriction, gonna be freakin' up and down, hang up alleyway, with a groove I only got, we shall all be moved, ready or not, yeah. And oh. you go one nation under, under a, a groove, groove from the funkadelics it's Is good that stuff like man.
0: that little that little line ready or not here i come that's you know that's straight like fuji's thing mm-hmm. oh, it's so yeah. it's so good
1: <laughs> if you ever if you see more funkadelic out there
0: grab me a couple copies you know not now, of the same record but now that i have like like i have like four or five now so now that i got like their big ones Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll be seeing them, and then uh, I'll pick them up, and you'll get them.
1: Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Uh, okay, so you have anything else uh, from Funkadelic or vinyls or anything like that? Mm-mm. Okay, so let's just jump into mine real quick. Let's just start with Wu-Tang, because we both got it. We got Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers, and uh, got this from v- the VMP, Vinyl Me Please, subscription service i finally signed up after jeff has been telling me to sign up for the last six months finally did and this is my first record from them and it's a it's a double lp it's a gold yeah it's a gold uh variant and this pressing it is better so it's definitely better sounding than the original but it's still not like perfect you know yeah it doesn't have the same punch some I don't other think we're ever
0: I don't think we're ever gonna find that perfect pressing of it unless no, it's a complete I, rehaul
1: yeah i agree i I especially notice it in the uh it's an, it's the vocals really because the vocals sound so scratchy and they sound so kind of they kind of they're kind of buried in the mix but even like the the beats and stuff aren't super loud or punchy but it's still it it it's a better it's a better copy of this record than the one that you and I had
0: or still have? Yes, I think so. It's at at minimum, it's louder, but it's not blown out. Because mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. if you take our copy and you just turn it up really really loud, it's not going to sound as good as this copy. Yeah. So at least it's louder and not blown out. And I had mine full blast, and it was it was pretty loud, but our original <laughs> copy full blast, like it was blown out and it just it sounded like shit, it's flat, you know the the old copy is very flat, it was bad, yeah, but that aside, like the pressing itself, mine is like fucking dead quiet. I have zero static, it oh, sounds yeah. amazing. the gold like it's almost like this weird swirl in it, too. if you hold up to the light, mm-hmm. it's like gold with like a yellow swirl in it, looks really nice, yeah, I guess so, dude, the jacket looks amazing it's it's not like a slick jacket, it's got that. That textured feel to it and the embossed, this the reversed mm-hmm. emboss, I guessing of of the Wu Tang and everything. I've, yeah, I think and this one amazing. is actually like
1: it's like a it's like a shiny gold uh, logo, but on the original one, it's just like a it's just like a yellow a yellow logo, like it's not fancy or anything like that. The only the only thing I don't really care for about the jacket is that it's not a gatefold. For a double LP, you should have a gatefold.
0: But yeah, I I. Mm this one I mean, for, for a double LP come on they they got I, me good uh, with this one though. they got me good with this because normally I would always anytime you have a double LP you need a gatefold. that's just stupid to cram them both in there however yeah. they did some things right it's not a, it's just a normal size jacket it's a little thicker so that both of the discs fit in there super nice and mm-hmm. you can actually fit all of the extras in there also with plenty of wiggle room but then they also gave you that booklet which is fucking super dope and has a lot of cool info on it
1: I haven't had a chance to go through it yet because mm. I literally got it like two hours ago. I finally got it; came in the mail.
0: And then they give you the chessboard in the back, and like that's just, I don't know, that's
1: just <laughs> fucking cool. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with it definitely. And I'm glad I subscribed to the to this damn website finally. But mm. I am pissed. I did I missed the uh, the Outcast one last
0: month. I I have I seen it. I didn't told you. I didn't told you. <laughs> I know.
1: I know. I have seen it online and at some record stores, and it's going for like seventy to eighty dollars.
0: That same that same pressing, the Vital me please. Yeah, yep. Fucking guys, there's a big I conspiracy know. too. Where like this guy that runs a separate third party website sells like 50 copies of the most sought after Vital me please re- recordings.
1: Yeah, I've read about that.
0: And everybody's like freaking out, like, how does he get so many recordings? And it's it's people f- like forget that Vital me please is it's not a huge business like Amazon. It's still kind of a, a smaller business. Yeah, and so for them to hook up their their homies with like fifty copies of a record, I think that's cool. I'm fine with it. Yeah, no, I'm fine with it too, as
1: long as they're not like directly ripping off, you know, the subscribers. You know, yeah, like because I mean, they, I mean, they're the ones pressing it. It's not like they're yeah. they're not doing anything really shady. It's just they're fucking they're doing this just because you know they're, they're not, they don't owe anybody anything. Yeah, and for now I'm
0: like fucking like thirty six chambers for yeah. the amount of time and money and effort they put into it, they're probably pocketing like 10%, right? Like, yeah, I can't imagine, imagine. I can't imagine Wu-Tang allowing anybody, to, like, especially the corporation that Wu-Tang has become. Still, you know, a, a, a nice corporation, but a corporation nonetheless. I can't imagine them allowing them to keep most of the proceeds. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I wonder so, that, I mean, I feel like this record has just been pressed so many times, too. At least the the cheap pressing, but I don't know. I was going to ask you too. Have you? Are you still cataloging all your stuff into Discogs?
0: I have been lagging on up? it, but I'm going to do it. I will do it at some point. I've just been lagging.
1: Okay, because I'm like halfway through my collection right now, recataloging all of it. So, but I did notice, like I was telling you, my hip hop collection has gone up in price a lot. Like almost every single one of my hip hop records have gone up, except for like three or four of them.
0: Which ones have not gone up? <laughs> uh, the
1: MF Doom hasn't, and then the the two Czar faces, and then uh, like Jigolo Tony. <laughs> Those oh. are the only ones that didn't go up. But everything, all my Beastie Boys have gone up, uh, and uh, yeah, all my shit has gone up. My Haley Williams. What? My Haley Williams. Why would that go up? I kid- no, Cause that's in my it's in my hip hop pop section. Oh, oh my god.
0: <laughs> hip hop pop? Oh, hip hop pop. Oh, yeah. yeah
1: that's, that's, my, that's my section. Because otherwise, in pop, I would only have two records. I'd only where, have. Where do you put like Sinatra? Sinatra's in jazz. Where do you put like Edie Gourmet? Jazz.
0: Or where do you put like Madonna? It's vocal jazz.
1: I don't have Madonna. But if I had Madonna, I would put her in hip hop pop. Damn. Because she's pop. And I only have two pop artists, like in the traditional sense. Like or not tr- or like modern sense, I guess. And See, it's tough. It is tough. It is tough. So I'm not gonna have a, a pop section when there's only two records. I throw it in with the hip hop. Yeah, that's that makes sense. <laughs> it's only two records. Doesn't matter.
0: Uh, so uh, what else? Uh, are we going on Wu Tang? I'm just glad. Are, are you are you okay with the purchase? Like you're happy with it? Oh yeah, no, I'm very happy with it. Yeah. Okay. No, I like I, I said, kidding.
1: I'm I'm happy with my, with the subscription and. I'm excited to see what comes out next month, and that should be announced in three days. So stoked on that one. Hopefully it's uh, some good stuffs. I did put myself on, on some wait lists, but, or want lists. Yeah. But I doubt those will ever happen.
0: No, they never do. No.
1: So uh, what I have next is Metallica, the Black Album. I uh, picked up two copies of these because there was a price glitch, I guess, on Amazon. Picked them up for 10 bucks each, and uh, I'm keeping one of them i decided i'm gonna keep it uh this is a really good pressing i liked it there's no skips no surface noise no looping uh plays really well it's really i mean overall this record was produced really 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 well so it's always just one of those great sounding records and in this instance it's it's just it's solid i mean the unforgiven is a terrible song and i did i hate listening to that nothing else matters do not like that song either um but then I forgot some. There's some bangers on this record too. I, I, I only listened to this record once every couple of years, so it was kind of nice going through it again. It's been because it's been so long, so I'm definitely keeping it. I mean, it's ten bucks, so yeah. can't complain. Did you listen? You haven't listened to yours yet
0: then? I, I'm still on the fence. Like I, I sold. I'm selling right now two on on eBay, mm-hmm. and they're going for. Or I'm selling uh, lightning and then black. And it's like forty forty three dollars. And I still it's don't weird. know if I wanna if I wanna keep this copy. I don't know. Eh, just keep it. I think I think
1: you'll like it. When you put it on and listen to it, you'll you'll like it.
0: Apparently like it's a really good pressing. People even at the record show that I that I went to, I was trying to sell it for twenty twenty four. Mm-hmm. And people kept picking it up and like, Oh, is this the and then they would say, I like the two thousand twenty pressing by this person? I was like, Yeah. I'm like, oh it's so good. I already have it though. But <laughs> Plus, I really like opening records, too. Like, I, I like opening new records. Oh, I do, too. Right? I love it. And tear it open like a child. Ah, I love
1: it. I can't wait to get some of these records coming, coming to me this week. I'm so excited. Um, so, the next thing here is uh, No Effects. I picked up uh, White Trash, their record. Uh, we talked about it last week because we did a No Effects on the pod. Uh, this, is, this is a fantastic record. I'm not really going to go into it any, anymore because why do I
0: need to? because we did <laughs> yeah
1: so i picked up that one good stuffs uh i also picked up the bronx their new record six i got both of both no effects and the bronx and then my album of the week uh i got the, or not album of the week but yeah song of the week whatever i got them all from port of sound in costa mesa check them out great record store mostly new stuff but go check them out they have a ton of shit and i uh, picked up the new bronx record orange variant looks great this record is... So I, when I listened to it, when it came out a few weeks ago, I was just kind of indifferent about it, but maybe it's just because I got it on vinyl. it I like the album so much more. That's probably what it is, but this yeah. album, this album was killer. Of <laughs> it is killer. I mean, no, this album is killer, and it's cheaper than what it was going for on the website. So f- even before shipping, even before shipping, it was cheaper at Port of Sound. And they had like six copies. So if you're in you know Orange County area, go to Costa Mesa... Go to Port of Sound and uh, pick up this, the New Bronx record because they're a solid band. They put out, they consistently put out good music, and they have for the last like fifteen years, over fifteen years.
0: So, does does Port of Sound what? have any used records inside the store?
1: Not inside. Well, it, I take it back. Do you 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 might find a few used records here and there, but it almost I'd say like ninety to ninety five percent of inside of the store is all new.
0: That is crazy. Yeah, it's pretty
1: wild. And I mean, you've been there, so you've seen how they they categorize everything and how much stuff they have, and it's how well organized it is. It's it's the the most organized record store I've ever been in, like without a doubt. It's wild, fucking wild. And, and it, pretty much every band has their own marker. Like they don't really have, because normally like you you'll go through like a set like like a rock section. And it'll have like here's all the A's, here's all the B's, and then here's like. The Beatles, but here's the rest of the bees. That's not how Port of Sound is, is every fucking band has its own tab. That's so Even nice. Even if there's one record.
0: <laughs> it is really nice. But, but like but most most record stores, they don't have to do much uh, in, in regards to like finding used records. People come to record stores to sell records because yeah. that's what they know. And it's it's bizarre that Port of Sound doesn't do a lot of used records besides the stuff outside because like like what does he do when people come with a box of records, like a bunch of Floyd records or Zeppelin records or whatever, and he, what does he say no?
1: I imagine he probably yeah, I imagine he probably turns a lot of it away, or he says i'll I'll take these twenty records and that's it like because I mean there's yeah, there's really no used records except for the bins outside. I mean there's a lot of stuff outside, honestly. It, it it is a fairly large used section, but in comparison with the rest
0: of the store, it's small. <laughs> but, but you're not going to find any Floyd or any any of the big heavy hitters outside. It's all no no. Ten dollars or less.
1: Normally, when he has like the more expensive used records, like I think it, it seems like anything any used record that's like twenty five and above, he puts up on the walls. So all other used records tend to be like either outside or mixed in with some of the newer newer brand new brand new copies of
0: releases. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's it's, just, a, cool it's place, a lot of stuff. But it is like, cool. It's really I, cool. That's a once a month type of record store for me because they oh, don't it's like, do used.
1: No, it's like once every couple months for me. Yeah. Cuz it's 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 a lot of money cuz when every time I go in there I drop I drop a good amount of money not like crazy, but uh, more <laughs> than I would spend at any used store. So, but I mean, I always come out with like a bunch of solid stuff that I'd never, I've never seen in the wild. Like, like white trash. I've never seen it in the wild Bronx. Obviously I have never seen any of their records in the wild for that matter. And then the, my song of the week, which I might as well get into now is every time I die, their album, new junk aesthetic. This one, this is their fifth record came out in September, 2009. Uh, I have never seen this in the wild. This is my favorite record from Every Time I Die. I have a lot of lot of nostalgia with this record um, when it came out. So I just, I love this one. And uh, I guess that goes into my my song of the week. It's The Marvelous Slut. Uh, so they have a guest vocalist on this song. And it's a Greg, was it Puciato? Pucciato? <laughs> the singer from Dillinger. <laughs> Dillinger Escape Plan.
0: How do you pronounce his last name? <laughs> I don't know. You know? Uh, that, yeah. uh, I would have said that. Yeah,
1: so he uh, he yeah the singer from Dillinger he uh, he's on this song as well and it's a damn fine song it's a damn fine record it's crazy it's aggressive and kind of reading a little backstory on this record it was they, they had they were debating on signing with a major label and they had a lot of issues with their prior records and and labels and producers and stuff and they're like well we'll release this independently and then they got picked up by Epitaph but they were very like. Apprehensive about making a new record because they didn't feel like they could do it. Like they felt like they lost their their passion and their fire. And then once they started writing and recording, it just like everything came in a rush. And it it just this record is so good. It is so fucking good. I highly recommend it to anybody who likes heavy music. And
0: um, did they yeah, have a record what? in between this and Low Teens, or is this their next one from Low Teens? No,
1: I think they had one after this. That wasn't lo- Let me double check. Hold on. Let's see. Every time I die, maybe no low teen. There was there has to be something between. this. we and did
0: teen. we did low teens on the pod, but it was really early on. Yeah,
1: when it came out. Oh, they had two records. Yeah, yeah, they. Had t- X Lives came out in twenty twelve, and then From Parts Unknown came out in twenty fourteen. I even oh, have From man. Parts Unknown. I have that on vinyl. I'm oh, an idiot. Oh, oh, yeah. Me. So, yeah, they came. Out, they've come out with two records since then. Or between New Junk and Low Teens Uh, But yeah And then their new record Radical comes out next month So I'm stoked (laughs) on that Got that pre-ordered Very excited Uh, So yeah Here's uh, The Marvelous Slut from Every Time I Die There you go, the marvelous slut from Every Time I Die, one of my favorite songs from them. Love it, love this record. What do you think of it?
0: It was good, like it was like really good, and it's, it's I don't know, like I, I I I feel indifferent about them because they only put out stuff that is at least good, and it's not <laughs> fair. Like it's not fair to to put them down a peg because everything that I hear from them is at least good and. Like they had the same exact complaint when we did low teens. I was like, "Yeah, this is good, mm-hmm. and like, would you buy it in vinyls? maybe well, like why not? I buy so much shit on vinyl, <laughs> like why would I not buy this?
1: Yeah, it's true, and their music- their records are never really expensive, like I paid I think eighteen dollars for this one, so and even from parts unknown, I think I paid eighteen as well for that.
0: I know and you so, asked me too, like you asked me if I wanted a copy. I was like no oh, that's
1: true, yeah, there was <laughs> they had one there, yeah. So uh, uh, I don't know why I don't know why you why you didn't want it, but I,
0: I think it's because I take this band for granted. I know I know they're going to put out another record, and I know not like a knock, <laughs> but I know it's going to sound the same because it's going to bring the same kind of energy. Like, dude, <laughs> the fucking, what's the guy's name, Keith something, Keith Buckley? Keith Buckley's been screaming since like we were in high school and just never fucking stops. I
1: well, I mean, yeah, their first record came out in two thousand one, and they're still just melting faces i mean they're they're so cool and then their their guitar player which is uh andy williams he's a fucking
0: wrestler too yeah he does andy wrestling Will- oh, on that's the side right. you know and he's fucking
1: what? huge
0: his he guitar looks like a, like a toy he's been on like podcasts and stuff talking about wrestling but i can't remember what podcast yeah. he was on all the time. i don't remember. no he's yeah.
1: he's, he's, a, he's a pro wrestler so pro wrestler and he plays a guitar and it's looks like a fucking toy in his hands yeah and this is the band so that buff. like
0: Throws fucking mic stands on the in the crowd and like breaks people's noses and they get all mad <laughs> and try and sue the band because they're too crazy. Oh, they're so
1: good! I love it. I saw that. I did see them once and they opened up for a Trey You in Irvine, and damn dude, that show! I dude, I can talk about that show forever because that show was one of the craziest ones I've ever been to. Every time I die in a Trey You, forget about it. Is that it was the wild.
0: the the Chip Tooth show or the the one you went where with Joe? I thought I lost my tooth? Yeah, yeah. when I went with Joe and Rudy, yeah.
1: Were you oh, shooting man. BB guns outside the car? It's fucking, I wasn't. Rudy oh. was. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Rudy was. Rudy was shooting BB guns on the freeway. Yeah. Shooting a BB gun on the freeway at signs that we were f- flying by. And then he shoots me in the leg with the BB gun in the yeah. car. You got Turns it. Turns around and shoots me right in the leg. I was so mad. <laughs> 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 fucking idiot. What a show. Oh, man. I wish you would have gone. That was, that, was, that was a wild one. Man.
0: I wasn't invited. That's what happened. Yes, you
1: were invited. Fuck out
0: of here! Yeah, I probably don't was be
1: dumb. Why would I go with Joe and Rudy and not invite you?
0: I know. I don't know why I didn't that's go. Stupid. Probably something stupid too. <laughs> See, you take things for granted. I, I, and I happens. went with.
1: And I went with Justin. Well, we met Justin and Tammy. Oh, there. that's right. Yeah, that was the first time. That was the first time I ever met Justin. Was at that show. Damn, what a show! And we've been friends ever since. Yeah, first time I ever met him was there. Great show. Also on this uh, on this record, not only the singer from Dillinger, but also Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy. It has. He sings on one of the songs, and also the singer from the Bronx. He sings on the last song, "The Sweet Life." So, there's it's it's packed full of guests on this one. It's a perfect record.
0: They've been having like even back to the the album that had the new black on it, like the the gutter phenomenon. Yeah. They had Gerard Way on that record. Did they it like really? Almost from the beginning. Yeah, from, from oh yeah, MCR, you're right. Yeah, he,
1: yeah, kill the music.
0: Almost from the beginning, they've had like ties to like the I don't know, people in the biz, I guess.
1: Yeah. The guy from, um, head automatica and Glassjaw too, was on oh. one song on that record. Oh, goody. I know. Right. <laughs> what Did you do a cover
0: of bleeding heart, baby? Is that what they did?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Their first, I'm, I'm just looking through all their records right now. Their first one has the singer from uh, Killswitch kill switch on it. It's like every How? record has like a cool singer except for their second record. That has nobody.
0: What? I'm what? just going to go through them real quick. <laughs> what label were they signed to on their first label or on the first record? Cause how did they get so many people so fast?
1: Uh, first record was under ferret. So, so what it looks like from a little bit of what I read to their first four records were under a label called ferret. I've never heard of that label. Never heard of it. it. It's an indie label. It's, I guess it was part of the, uh, Warner music group. Mm. So they put their first four records out on that. And then, Oh, the first record was produced by the guitar player from kill switch. So that makes sense. Yeah. Uh. As to why Howard Jones was on it. But yeah, dude, they have they have all the guests, man. The, the singer from uh, Alexis on Fire was on their sixth record. Fuck everybody, man. They know everybody. Friends with everybody.
0: How, how was the song with Pete Wentz? I mean, much like
1: Marvelous Light, you can't really tell. Oh, okay. Like, unless you really listen. And same with the, the guy from the Bronx. You have to, like, really listen to, to kind of hear the, the craziness or hear the difference you know so because it's more like because it's not like lead parts they're more just like background screams and and stuff like that but it's good stuff man great great stuff cool uh so that's that's all i got and let's see here so let's just get right into uh some new music other happenings in the music world that sound good yeah let's do it okay so uh First thing here, a new album that came out. Thrice they put out their new record, Horizons East. Uh, you hate it, I'm sure, even though you probably didn't listen. But that's fine. I didn't you listen. I, it.
0: I do not want to listen. <laughs> Did I, you cancel your order? No, I, you you have my order.
1: Oh, that's right. I do. Yeah, you're right. You're right.
0: You're right. You're right. You're right. Otherwise, I would have canceled it fucking months ago.
1: <laughs> well, I like it. I thought it was good, and I'm excited to get my vinyl. I don't even know when it's being shipped. They haven't, I haven't got any update as to when it's being shipped, even though the record came out already. So uh, it's cool. It's a good record. Not, not their, not nearly one of their best, but it's still fun. It's still good. I don't, I don't want to say fun because it's not fun, nah, but it's, it's uh, awful. Well, you haven't listened to it, so
0: it's not a fair judgment. Well, oh, I've never eaten poop, but I know it probably tastes awful.
1: Well, you probably eating poop. <laughs> um... <laughs> 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 So uh, so a new song that came out was uh, from Google Bordello. They put out a new song called Roar. Dude, I can never oh, say this oh, word. Oh, oh. Roaring. You say it. I can't say it. No, you're almost there. You got it. I can't say it. I like believe roaring, Roar uh, Roaring 2020s. There you go. That's we'll what s- it What we'll so they... about that. It sounded weird. It didn't oh, yeah. sound right. Did not. Uh, so what did you think of this song? It was fine.
0: It was okay. No, that's it.
1: i'm I'm not i don't care to play it it's it's what you'd expect from the band it's it's gypsy punk it's fun and uh but there's nothing different from what they've ever done so it's good stuff get into it i don't know if they're getting i don't i don't know if they're making another record i'm sure they are if they're put out if they put out a single but who knows so that's it for new music uh some other stuff going on in the music world the first thing here machine gun kelly the the um the plant the the record mm-hmm. label plant he is he's at a riot fest uh he performed also slipknot performed that same weekend like the day after or something like that maybe even the same day and he uh, he criticized them calling them 50 year old men wearing masks and he hopes he never does that but then it comes out you know he is a fucking douche and or he's probably a douche and uh he has no personality so um what do you think of this i don't know
0: I just think I mean, it's so stupid. There, there is some merit to like wearing masks at some point. Like I don't know. It's it's a little goofy. It however, is however when you've when you've I don't know, when you've been making really, really, really good music for this many decades, you've kind of you gain that right to pretty much do whatever the fuck you want. And that's why Corey Taylor can be such an asshole and such an eccentric <laughs> psychopath and nobody ever cares. <laughs> is because they've been doing such great things, not just good things, but great things for so long. They've yeah. earned that right. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly, like, bro, he's still fucking wet behind the ears. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I know. To make fun of, like, you You picking a fight with Slipknot, you're not going to win this one, bro. You're not going to win this one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was really more into it, because the, the entire thing is so stupid, and he, he criticized Slipknot, and then, and then he got a bunch of backlash, obviously, and it was, it was because back in January, Corey Taylor said on some podcast said that he he doesn't like the state of new rock music. He thinks it's stupid, and he said he didn't even name Machine Gun Kelly. He's like, yeah, and there's one person who just failed at one genre and just switched to another one, and he yeah. knows who he is. It's but like that he could even Post
0: Malone too. Like we could have been
1: fucking anybody. Yeah, I know. So, but then also, but then Machine Gun Kelly just even a few. I saw this a few hours ago. He he tweeted that uh, that the that Corey Taylor is just bitter because Corey was he actually Corey sang a verse on the on the newest Machine Gun Kelly record, but it was dropped from the the song because it was so bad. So <laughs> he was saying Corey Taylor is just jealous now. But it's like, or he's bitter now. But it's like, do Cory what Corey Taylor has put out? Like, you really think he's gonna be bitter about? Not being on a Machine Gun Kelly record,
0: I know. Like, the, like, at, what the uh, fuck? I, then, at this point, you just pull uh, in report cards now, and you're just comparing report cards. And it's just, I mean, Machine Gun Kelly has has like a blip compared to what Slipmod has done. Yeah, even just like done For music. How they furthered know, right? music? <laughs> I know. Like Machine Gun Kelly is just a fucking Literally nobody now, and he will be a he's, nobody in twenty years.
1: He's always been a nobody. Like he he couldn't make it in the hip hop game. He tried. He tried for like four records for over 10 for almost 10 years. He tried failed miserably just did not like he he very clearly is a music plant like he's or a corporate plant because there's no way a guy like this would still be able to like go on these huge tours and do this and that and not be dropped any normal band or artist would have been dropped by now. They would have been dropped after after the first record. And then, and then he's also like been casted in all these movies. He was in that, the Motley Crue movie as Vince Neil. And it's just like, how, why? Like, dude, the guy is so clearly a plant. It's, it's wild, man. I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all.
0: It's, but, it's, it's so telling of, of uh, men of like that generation for someone to shit talk Slipknot. It's like, dude, they had entire festivals <laughs> that they ran. <laughs> Just and that alone, like, come they're, on. They're,
1: they're headlining their own festival next weekend
0: in Iowa. And these aren't just, like, small little festivals. Like, Knot Fest are, are the, the freaks, the geeks, the romantics. Everybody shows up to Knot Fest.
1: Knot Fest is one of the biggest festivals in the United States. It's Outside amazing. of Lollapalooza, it's the biggest one.
0: And it's theirs. They they can yeah. run it. They decide what goes on there. They Like, they have full control over it, so we think, yeah. but... There's no like MGK, MGK Fest. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no anything like that. Even and like a dating member <laughs> have like their own festival. Like these bands have their own festivals.
1: Because they actually have followings. You know, people actually like these bands. You know, they have, they have a core following. Machine Gun Kelly doesn't have that. He's writing off the coattails of Travis Barker. Like that's the only reason why his, his last record was even successful is because Travis promoted the fuck out of it. And Travis produced it and played drums on it. Probably co-wrote every song on the record he john, it, john feldman did so oh and then some some somebody made a really good point they're like who the fuck is machine gun kelly to criticize slipknot for wearing masks when they're like when he writes lyrics on his latest record about kissing girls under bleachers <laughs> like, 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 and it's a good point it's like like who the fuck are you and then people are talking about like how much of a, a creep he is because that whole feud he had with Eminem back in the early 2000s saying that his daughter was hot when she was like 15. Yeah. Saying how hot she was. And then like that whole Kendall Jenner thing when she was like 14. Like in the press, he kept saying how hot she was and how much how he would date her if he had the chance to. And she was like 14.
0: Yeah, he's 30 now. He's not a a kid anymore. He's fucking 30. He's a grown ass man. He's 30 years old. He's still dying his tongue black and he still thinks all these things are funny and, and he's still a nobody. But I think because he has a decent online following like on instagram that yeah. in his mind that translates to people like me people want to support me
1: yeah exactly and because of travis barker and Travis Honestly. Barker, another guy who has zero fucking personality
0: yeah don't be fucking like oh. travis barker people want to see like blink and and travis barker just happens to be someone that disseminates information so yes i'll follow travis because i want also to see travis, out with
1: on also travis is also a great fucking musician like Machine Gun Kelly is not a great singer. He's not a he's not great at anything. Travis Barker is great at what he does. So like he has something to back up his his zero personality, you know? So it's okay. But damn. I don't know, man. It's so it's so stupid. And I don't know why we're still talking about it. So <laughs> uh getting on to the to the even more annoying thing, uh Rolling Stone. Rolling Stones magazine, or online magazine, whatever you want to call it now they redid their top 500 songs of all time the last time they did this was in 2004 i think it was 2006 yeah. or something and uh and yeah they, they did they did a top 500 i got through the bottom 100 and i was like i can't do this anymore this is stupid so i just did the top 100 and it's even more ridiculous
0: what was like, your top song i didn't even look at it yet
1: Ah, uh, what was it oh my god it was oh, it was aretha franklin it was uh are you uh, respect
0: Oh, cool. Their that top was song one. was like a song that wasn't even her song. That's cool.
1: I'm pretty sure it was Aretha Franklin. Yeah. And then Outkast's uh, Hey Ya was number 10. And then I think Stairway to Heaven was number 30. Uh, Lord, her song Royals was like number 22. So apparently her song, apparently Royals is better than Stairway to Heaven. Who would have thought? But
0: yeah, well, the, we, the, less,
1: uh, th- the list was Respect
0: wild, as number one? I'm pretty sure I'm that's not That's not even her it. fucking song. That's an Otis Reddick song. She took that from him. Yeah, I know. I Dude, know. Dude, that's irritating. What's what's I mean, like what's irritating about a five hundred list, especially with songs, is not the choice or like the ranking of the choice. It's the concept of it all. It's just it's so incredibly subjective and there's just no way you can fight on anything, at least with like albums. Mm-hmm. You can kind of fight a little bit And there's a little leeway And a lot of people say Okay, this album The Al Green's Call Me Is a top 100 Okay, a lot of people can agree on that But like songs It's so minor And like the song itself Should belong to a bigger part of an, a concept album Or whatever It's so subjective And it really irritates me that they did this Because this is such a a How can we stay relevant Type <laughs> of post I know I sit in their fucking board of directors meeting and all the suits who don't give a shit about music. You probably still listen to Huey Lewis and the news and the Manhattan transfer are saying, <laughs> how can we stay relevant? Let's redo a list. Uh, uh,
1: Lord's Royals was number 30. Uh, and stairway to heaven's not even the, not even in the top 50. Oh my God. So, Oh, and here's, here's, here's another one that you're going to love too. So, <laughs> cause I'm, I'm just going in the top 50 right now. So, hey. uh, Queen's, so Prince's Purple Rain is number 18. Uh, Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody is number 17. And number 16 is Beyonce featuring Jay-Z, Crazy in Love.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> like I, do, I do like my Beyonce, especially with Jay-Z. There's a, an extremely awesome, playful banter back and forth. But to say that that, yeah. that, that song... Is better, I guess, or more influential, or just overall better than Bohemian Rhapsodies? Just that's fucking silly. <laughs> I know that is truly silly.
1: So, so let, let, let's let's do the top ten because I th- this will be interesting because you've never saw any of the top fifty, right? No, so you have no idea. Okay, right, so number the top ten, top four hundred. <laughs> so, so uh, number ten is Outcast. Heya, so bizarre, great song, but dude, number ten, really ten, the top uh, ten song
0: of all time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, number nine is Fleetwood Mac dreams. Okay, I could see that being high. I I understand that. This one, this one you'll love. Number eight is uh, Missy Elliott get your freak on. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number seven, The Beatles strawberry fields forever. Okay, that's not even Gross. their best song, but yeah. Okay, uh, number six, Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. I Go understand that. I, I can I can get behind that. Number five is Nirvana's "Smells Like Teen Spirit." I understand that is it it's an important song at least. Yeah, you know? it's fine. You know, um, this one I don't. <laughs> I don't know why this one's so high, but you might agree. Uh, number four is Bob Dylan's "Like a Rolling Stone."
0: Would you I put that in it. top five though? Top five for me, no. I, he is just in general fifteen though. better songs I can list off that are better than that one.
1: Yeah, and then I don't. I don't know if I know this song, Sam Cooks, or number three is Sam Cooks' A Change Is Gonna Come. What's I, I'm i sure I would know it if I heard it, but I don't know it right now. A Change Is Gonna Come. A Change Is Gonna Come from
0: 1964. I don't know. I, he's, I don't know he's, either. he's one of those guys that has a lot of songs, but like you said, you don't know what it is until you hear it.
1: Yeah, I think that's the case for this one. Uh, number two, I mean, this, this is a great song, but... Number two is Public Enemies. Fight the Power. Not even their best song, but okay. It's pandering. Uh, yeah, and then uh, number one, yeah, Aretha Franklin. Respect.
0: Wow, that's crazy. Yeah,
1: that's insane to me. Yeah, and, and it's funny because they even put like the writers underneath it. Yeah, and sure enough, yeah, writer Otis Redding, which we knew already, but yeah, a cover song. A cover song is number one. Huh? It's man,
0: like like oh, <laughs> like in. in Otis' version of that is so much better than hers. And I I don't get, think I've ever heard his version. I, I I get like the different meaning that it comes from both of them. It's I think it's amazing. She kills it, but Yeah. Number 1 song of all time?
1: I know. There's but no like Zeppelin in the top 30, no Black Sabbath in the top 30. There's no
0: Like Iron Man should be in like the top 10. I would I would agree. I mean
1: cuz that Oh, and then number 20? <laughs> number 20 is robin's dancing on my own i don't even what know what song. song is that i don't know Who i don't Robin? know she's like a, some pop artist i think from australia or something but yeah and then and then number 25 is a kanye song but it's a song i don't even know and i don't even know it was a single but it's kanye west featuring pusha t runaway
0: Oh, dude, killer! Scene. I, you know, you know, Runaway. Do I? Uh, I might know. Yeah. it Yeah, that's from yeah. my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. That's like the biggest yeah. single from my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. Okay, yeah, it's that's like number fucking 25. nine minutes long. That's number twenty-five. That's the one that starts out where it just a piano, ding, ding. <laughs> oh, over wait! And I think over I know what you're and over about. and over.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then number twenty-nine is Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg, nothing but a
0: G thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> this list is just pandering to a bunch of the cucks out there
1: (laughs) i know man johnny b good is number
0: 33 there you go one of the most influential rock songs of all time is number
1: (laughs) yeah it's fine little richard tutti frutti is 35 white stripes seven nation army is 36 um when is the first like blues
0: mm -hmm. like traditional delta blue song like in the top whatever yeah, like the, the the first one you see. Anything by like one of the originals, like Robert Johnson, Sunhouse, Muddy Waters, anybody. I know
1: I know I when I was going through the 500 to 400, I, Robert Johnson was like 80 or like 487.
0: Perfect. There you go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Outcast has two songs in the top 50. BOB B. is at 39. Wow. Yeah.
0: It's a good song, but it's not top 50. And then
1: Jimi Hendrix's All Along the Watchtower is number 40 and that's a cover too. Oh, cool, another cover. Yeah. Yeah, Redemption Song number 42. Ooh. Oh man, Kendrick Lamar's All Right is 45. Ooh. MIA's Paper Planes is 46. Tiny Dancer is 47. Radiohead's Idioteca, Idioteca oh, is 48. So good. But that's that's one higher than Lauren Hill's Do Up. Oh. Do Up is better than that Radiohead song.
0: I would I mean I not I don't want to say it's better or worse, but just like Lauren Hill, that album, the miseducation of Lauryn Hill, what That's that so did for like women in hip hop is is leaps and bounds more important than what radio had did for alternative music.
1: Or even what Missy Elliott did for hip hop. Yeah, like those women are, in music. Th- these
0: are like foundational songs, but yeah. they also happen to be really good. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, and then to to round out uh, number fifty is a uh, daddy yankee's gasolina.
0: Oh, gasolina. That's a fucking <laughs> banger of a song too. <laughs> it's it a on, banger, but <laughs> that's also on some my playlist. Yeah. No, that's not a fit. No, that, that's not even top 500, but it's yeah. a killer song. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, this this list is a fucking shit show, honestly. That's
0: yeah, wild. this is this is this is a list that that man, this is a, so like everyone's getting mad at the uh what is it, the Oscars, the Emmys or something that just happened. Because oh, the Emmys, yeah. all the winners were like white people and mm-hmm. a lot of the people that they thought were going to win were people of color and all the white people won so everybody's mad. This is a list that like went out of its way to make sure that they were inclusive without <laughs> even considering whether or not the songs that they were choosing are actually top 500 songs. Oh. And that's silly. Like yeah, Otis it Redding's is. respect should be, should be higher than Aretha Franklin's respect. True. I just I think mean, it's her, objectively her- better.
1: But her version is also more recognizable, so there is that. But to rate it, are we just going one, on
0: recognizable? I don't, I don't know. And then like Outcast, Bobs in the top fifty. What out yeah. of all the great things that Outcast has done, you're, you're sticking with like the I mean, pop, BLB's good, the pop centric Outcast. Yeah, true. But like RTJ yeah. has done extremely influential things, and yeah. just on RTJ four, like where is that?
1: Right. I mean, it, they could be somewhere on the list. I don't know. Walking
0: in the snow should be a top five hundred oh, song dude, if we're putting B O D in there.
1: That's one of the greatest
0: hip hop songs ever written. It, it's fucking fantastic.
1: It is. Just everything about that song is
0: just perfect. And to put like Fight the Power But fuck the police, I don't mm, I know, you know, right? Pass ah, fight no the power is good, D or it, anything, but no. That's not better than Fuck the Police But it's not
1: even it's not even the best public enemy song. It's not not no, not at all. So
0: like this is what Rolling Stone wants, so let's not do it anymore. Because this is what they I want know. to do. <laughs> this is what they this is what they crave. Let's have, let's stay relevant. Let's let's get uh, those tweets. This is
1: how they do it. This is how they do it, making bullshit lists. Because people like us talk about it. That's true. So uh I mean I, I got nothing else on this one. Do you got anything yeah. else? No, nah, that's it. Okay. So thank you all for listening to the pod. Go to Apple Podcasts, go rate review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Ask9 Radio. Stay tuned for the main episodes because we get into the band JFA. And we rank all, we rank five of the records because I think that's how many they have. Uh, So keep listening. um, And that's it. That's all. Good, good,